I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. I hope your week is treating you well, or that your weekend treated you well, that your beginning of June has treated you well. I cannot believe we're entering into June right now. I feel like May was an absolute blip of a month. And here we are, and it's time for another monthly planning session. So if you're not familiar, around the first of the month, I'll use our coffee chat time to plan out the month. We'll talk about what's working, what's not working, and then what I intend to do next. And this also serves as an opportunity for you to journal alongside me, hit pause, and just take this time to reflect for yourself in each of these different areas. But let's let's quickly start with three good things. Three things that I'm enjoying right now. Number one is Element, the electrolyte drink. I talk about this all the time. I just love it so much. I discovered it because they sponsored the podcast several months back and I have just never stopped using them since. I woke up this this morning just feeling pretty tired and like run down and I was like, I'm just going to have an element and it popped me right back up and I live for it. Next is working on holidays. I love working on holidays. I'm recording this on Memorial Day. There's only like three people in the office today and I just think that's really fun. I like feeling like I'm the only person in the world. Like that's one of the reasons I like to wake up really early. I like to get places right when they open just to kind of like have places to myself. I think it's really special and that's how it feels to work on holidays. Number three is accepting the lessons that life has for us. That's the theme of the month of May. (laughs) It's just, this is what's happening. We can either accept it or live in frustration and learning to just roll with it has been the very thing keeping me afloat for the month of May, if I'm honest. Um, So let's get into this a little bit. Just as a reminder, we go through the seven dimensions of wellness. So those dimensions are spiritual, but instead of spiritual, I say creative, social, environmental, emotional, intellectual, physical, and occupational. So I'm going to go through and talk about what's going well, what's not, and what I'm doing next. We're also going to reflect on what I thought I was going to do in the month of May before we get into those things. So I do want to preface this by saying that May ended up being basically a month of survival for me. Like there was just so much that I needed to do before we moved that I literally just every day was just getting through the day. So it's going to be interesting to see what I thought I would be able to do and then how it actually played out. So let's get into it. So the first dimension, like I said, is spiritual, but I refer to it as creative. That's just more aligned for me. I planned to make sure that I was carving out downtime. Um, I did not do this very well. I did do this more on the weekends. Like I keep my weekends really sacred, but during the weekday, uh, downtime was pretty hard to come by. I'm going to be honest. And then I said, I wanted to stop meeting people for like drinks and coffee and start meeting them for creative projects. I mean, I still feel that I just didn't really meet with anyone in May really. 
Um, so that's on that. Um, what went well is I found my groove with YouTube again. So I did take some time. I posted just like a few videos here and there, and now we're back to posting once a week. And that feels really good to me. We're posting on Sundays now instead of Wednesdays, in case you were wondering. And then what didn't go well, you know, I was literally in survival mode, just trying to get through the day every day, and I'm tired. <laughs> um, so coming up next, I'm planning a retreat for myself at the beginning of July. So I'm going to use June to prep for that, like create the space for that to happen, pre-create some content, schedule some podcasts out, that sort of thing. And then... So our next area of wellness is social. What I thought I would do is prioritize making small talk with people. And I, I think I did that, like just enjoying some casual, light conversation with strangers. And honestly, I actually ended up giving my number out to like three people this month, which is not like me normally. Um, so yeah, I, I would say I did that. Things that were working is coaching is still giving me life. Like I am getting a lot out of that. I love doing it. My clients are amazing. Um, I also had a couple of pre-interviews for podcasts that were like more complicated, like interviews that I was planning to do that maybe we needed to talk ahead of time. And that felt really good as well. Just to like get to brainstorm with someone else was really fun. And things that are not working... Um, again, literally just not existing this month. Like I went out to dinner with one person. They were a coaching client of mine who came to town. And um, maybe I had a couple of lunches at the very beginning, but not a lot, not a lot. Um, and then what's next is we're going away to live on a college campus for six weeks for my husband's MFA program. And here's the thing. I still have no real sense of what that's going to look like. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be alone a lot because he's going to be super busy. We're in this remote town. Or if I'm going to feel like I'm never alone because maybe they have a ton of events that we're supposed to go to. Or we're, like, having people over for dinner and stuff. Like, I just... Or maybe we have roommates. Like, I literally have no idea what's happening in my life less than a week from today. That being said, I'm just going to focus on being kind and friendly, but also like really making the most of my alone time, whether or not that alone time is rare to the point where I feel like I am desperate for it. I'm just going to really appreciate it when it's there. Or if it's so abundant that I'm really lonely, I'm also just going to try and really appreciate it while it's there because in both cases, I just want to make the most of that space because it's something that I deeply treasure and I also, I just want to roll with it. I'm just going to try and roll with it. So I'm going to appreciate my alone time, but when I am with people, I'm just going to be friendly and warm and go with go with what we're given you know in terms of environmental that's our next phase of wellness my plan was <laughs> i said i want to make a list of what needs to be done before we move so i can relax into that plan 
And when I wrote, you know, the note of like, how did that go? I just wrote, <laughs> because I have done the most that I could do with that. But like, there is no plan. There is still no plan. Um, I have made a fake plan, but we have no information to know if that plan is real. So what's working is honestly just accepting that I, the fate of the unknown. It's uncomfy and I'm just rolling with it. Now what's not working is that hilariously last month I wrote, we are moving in about a month for the summer. We're basically going to not be home all summer. I'll be back and forth randomly, but we are one month out from that and still so much is up in the air. Friends, we are less than a week out now, and we still don't have the information that I thought I should have had like two months ago. Um, we're not going to know where we're living until two days before we move. It's crazy. That's crazy. I cannot conceptualize the way this is structured. It makes no sense to me. I, again, like I could either live in frustration about it or just like accept it and I'm accepting it. I'm just like, you know what? This is the lesson from the universe for me to just like not have control, to just embrace the unknown. Now, what's next is that I am going to bring what I think I want and I'm not going to feel weird about it. Um, I have been really back and forth like, oh, should I bring, I have an espresso machine that I love and like, should I bring my espresso machine? Is that a little bit extra? The limited amount of time that they're giving us information makes me think that they're expecting us to be very chill about this, like pack one suitcase for six weeks. And that is not my MO, um, not chill, not 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 bougie. I want everything that feels comforting to me and I want to feel good. <laughs> so um, I decided I'm just going to feel good. I'm just going to pack my car to the brim and you know what? I'm going to have everything I want. I'm going to have my desktop computer, which I probably should leave. I'm going to have my iMac. That's my desktop computer. I'm going to have my espresso machine, which I don't need, but I definitely want. And I'm just going to enjoy my summer. I'm bringing my rice cooker. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to enjoy my summer and I'm not going to eat out for three meals a day for six weeks. Cause I feel like that's what I would have to do with the limited information they're giving us. I'm like, are people just planning to like eat out? Like, I don't understand. I can't, I just can't do that. Respect if you can. I just, I personally can't. So I'm just going to bring everything I want. And I, the reality is like, I was always that person, that kid who like just brought way too much stuff to camp because like I wanted to not rough it, you know, and it always drew more attention to me than I wanted. Like I always felt like people would like kind of pick on me a little bit, not pick on me in a mean way, but just kind of like t notice it. And I don't want to be noticed that much, but I also don't want to do without you know? So if we have roommates and they think it's like weird that I brought my entire coffee bar to a six week program, like I'm just going to have to be confident enough in this decision to let them have their feelings about it. Cause their feelings are not my business. My business is enjoying my life and that's what I'm going to do. 
All right, the next setup is emotional. So my plan was to continue doing tapping and qigong and yoga, which I did. I do that pretty regularly. Um, I plan to socialize more, especially as we're like preparing for grad school because I just don't know I just how to practice a little bit. Um, I kind of did, I kind of didn't do that. Um, and then doing what I can without activating my stress mode. Um, I did not do that. That felt really good when I was able to do it for like the two weeks I was able to do it. And then I went straight into what I call a stress sprint, which is like accepting like this season is just going to be stressful. Like sometimes that's the way it is when you, especially when you run your own business, like sometimes you just are in a stressful season and the important thing is to know when the beginning is and when the end is, and then to just nourish yourself as much as you can in between. But that's what May was for me. So not activating my stress mode, that didn't happen. Now, what worked was accepting the sprint. Until I accepted it, like there was just like a specific moment in therapy where I was like, oh, I'm in a stress sprint. <laughs> like, this is the season I'm in. And before that, I just felt like, how am I doing this? Like, it was almost like this, not only was I in a season of stress, but I was also resisting that season, which was creating more stress. So finally accepting it just allowed me to focus and to do what I had to do. Um, similarly, accepting the unknown. Um, you know, I think for a long time I thought, I'm not going to write a packing list because I don't know what to expect. And eventually I was like, you know what, I'm just going to write the packing list that I want based off of the information I have, which is none. And if if it's not the right one, like that's a fine. I'm just going to roll with what we have, you know, and I, I that's all I can do. And then also, oh my gosh, journaling and brain dumping when I feel overwhelmed. I probably did that like eight times this month. Just like, I call it like feeling emotionally congested. Like whenever I'm in a situation where I feel like my head is spinning or I feel packed up <laughs> emotionally, just taking a few moments to like write down everything that's on my mind and make a little light plan for those things or organize those thoughts. So much relief comes from doing that. I'm so grateful for that ability and it's always available to me. That's amazing and it worked. What did not work was just like literally being in the thick of it, you know, like I think that's just, some months are just like that. And then next, I really wanna return to that space of not relying on my stress to get me through the day, like to get a lot of work done and to do just what I can do without activating that part of myself. I'm hoping I can do that in June. I don't know if it's reasonable just based off of the unknowns, but that would be nice. I would love to do that. Um, but what I am going to definitely do is just push my nourishment to the absolute max outside of work and like parenting because my husband is going to be super busy and we're it, the second half of June I'll be like our kiddo will be with us for those two weeks and I'm going to be I imagine a single parent while working full time with our kid not in school and like 
I'm just gonna take care of myself as much as I physically can so that I can do the parenting and the working (laughs) well as you know I'm just gonna take care of myself now intellectually the plan I had was to continue to learn something new each month which I did I learned how to use tube buddy on YouTube and then continuing to read I read four books in May um I I like to read five in a month, five to six, but four is fine. I think I'm I'm kind of having like a hit or miss situation with reading nonfiction in the morning. Some part of me very much likes that, like starting the day with like learning, but then it makes me a slower reader on my fiction books because I'm missing an entire reading time. I am so methodical about reading it's it's like concerning to my therapist honestly like she's like are we reading for pleasure are we reading for like a goal here um and it's a goal okay it's a goal (laughs) um the way that I've approached it so far is like I pick a book I go how many days do I how many pages are in this book how many pages do I need to read a day in order to get through that book in the time I intend usually I shoot for like five to seven days and then I go okay I'm gonna read for if that's the case I have to read this many pages a day and I have three possible reading times a day like the morning afternoon coffee and then before I go to bed so that means I need to read this many pages in each of those sittings I know friends you're you're currently going is this girl even a seven listen I don't know I don't know I think I am all signs so far have pointed to that except for a few of these like weird neuroses that I have but it's like my way of gamifying reading (laughs) I don't know but all of that to say like it does it is fun for me in my weird nerdy way and so reading giving my morning reading session up to nonfiction just it lowers the amount that I read right because then I'm reading two books it just it just spreads me out and it it doesn't quite work but it does work as well in the sense that like I just I like starting my day with learning something it's very fun for me so right now I think that's what I want to do just lowering the amount of fiction that I'm reading in order to fit that in because I think I enjoy it I think I think I think um but that's the plan that worked really well though I mean I felt like four books is still I mean I don't know why it's not like good or bad you know I'm not trying to like moralize how much people read if you had told me I was reading four books a month three years ago I would have been like impossible no one's doing that um because I was just trying to get to a point where I could read one book a month so I need to chill out honestly I'm hearing it as I'm talking I need to chill out um so what is working obviously reading is working I love it it's bringing me a lot of joy reading mostly fiction I think is also part of that learning something new once a month as a goal is really satisfying for me I like kind of finding what I want to learn and checking it off and then I've been taking notes on my nonfiction books and that's really working for my brain because it's almost like I'm taking a little workshop right now I'm reading how to tell a story by the moth and it yeah it's like I'm 
taking a workshop on how to tell a story and taking notes really makes me absorb the information but also treat the information as though it's like something I'm I'm learning not just like a book I'm getting through and then what's not working is honestly this area is working pretty well I think I could loosen the boundaries around what I'm reading but right now it's bringing me enough joy it's bringing more joy than stress into my life like I can kind of joke about being neurotic but I just think it's fun and it, it's bringing me a lot of joy so I think next like there's not a lot of changes I think I'm just gonna keep it up I think I am gonna stick to reading nonfiction in the morning and then I'll finish that book out at the end of the month but yeah I think I think that's working physical uh my plan was that, that I was going to work on adding protein to every meal and honestly I just forgot to do that that's it's as simple as that I just forgot um what's working is that my relationship to food in general is amazing I love it I'm so proud of it um I just I eat foods that feel nourishing to my body and I don't feel shame if I eat foods that don't feel nourishing to my body I feel very safe in my relationship to food which is very cool and the thoughts that are kind of like older more like restrictive thoughts which is what I like lean towards as a person um I can notice them and let them fade and sometimes I'll just mention like hey I had this thought to my husband and he has known me in a healthy relationship to food primarily I think I had one restrictive situation in our relationship early on, but he hasn't really experienced that side of me. So when I tell him sometimes these like intrusive thoughts that arise, he's like, oh my, oh my gosh. Um, he's also like always been thin. So he's never had to think about, you know, not like that's never been like a major priority for him is like just not eating food. Oh, sorry. I should have added a trigger warning, but, um, all of that to say, my, my relationship to food is top-notch. Also, my water intake right now, thriving. Um, maybe that leads us into what's not working because it's thriving because I have a problem, which is that I get bored with my water bottle, okay? And I buy a water bottle because I can't, I'm someone who cannot be without a water bottle. Like right now, my water bottle is at my desk and I'm in a room recording the podcast 10 feet away and I am like I can't believe I left my water bottle at my desk because I just always need it with me um what if I get thirsty what if I'm parched you know I need I need hydration so um <laughs> I'm laughing but like it's 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 accurate and it's ridiculous but all of that to say at some point my brain changes and it hates my that water bottle. And all of a sudden, that water bottle cannot go near my mouth. Um, I don't know if I start to think it's gross or what happens. Like literally cannot regulate. Maybe it's just like it quits producing serotonin for me or something. Don't know. But like my brain just is done with it, turns it off, and is like, I will not drink from this. And so then what happens is I go like a week without drinking water I just am like I'll drink like one little glass here or there and I'll realize oh my gosh I'm not drinking water 
and I have to buy a new water bottle. This is a terrible system for a million reasons, right? Like it's not good for the environment. It's got good for like me financially. It's not the smartest move. Um, but your girl has to drink water and this is for whatever reason, the only way that she'll do it. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I probably talked to my therapist about it. I did talk to my husband about it because I literally felt like a bad person. Like, like I was like, I think I'm bad, a bad person because I can't get this under control. But he was like, you know, in the grand scheme of your life, I think this is like low, low importance. Like you could probably just like kind of let it go. And I liked that answer. So that's what we're doing. I'm letting it go, obviously, as you can hear. So that's not working, but it is working. You know what I mean? But what else is not working? I still suck at getting protein in to my diet. I just do. Uh, yeah. And then I also had to pause my gym membership for the summer because we're obviously not going to be here. So I paused it, but then I need to figure out what my movement plan is for the next couple of months because that's been working really well for me. So I need something to replace it. I don't know if my husband's school will let me use their gym. If so, that would be great. That would solve all my problems. Um, if not, Maybe I'm going to finally buy that like infinity hoop thing that TikTok keeps advertising to me. If you've tried it and it was terrible, will you DM me on Instagram? Or if you've tried it and it was amazing because I am, I am this close. Okay. And if I'm one gym rejection away from getting it, if I'm honest, um, but that being said, yeah, I guess I'll just figure it out. I'll bring my yoga mat and my blocks Worst case, I'll just do like strength yoga for like several months. And we have tennis, we can play tennis. Um, so I'll figure that out, but I just need a plan for what my replacement is. And then occupational is our final area. Um, the plan I had was to switch my website hosts from show it to Squarespace. Um, and that is mostly done. I hired someone to do it, but they just didn't like, make it super functional like they just kind of aesthetically moved it but that it didn't fix all the links and stuff and so I'm gonna go in and do all of that and then I need to clarify my messaging and posting schedule that was the thing I said I needed to do and honestly I think I did that I think I kind of did that I feel good about it what worked this month was I hired someone to do the site that was the right move that saved me so much time I also switched to collective for my bookkeeping and accounting. Um, that has been amazing. They've already caught several things that like I should be doing differently. They say, I'd say I'm spending like half the money that I was spending before and they've communicated with me like 10 times more than the other services I was using already. Um, 10 out of 10 recommend. This only for people who are solopreneurs. So if you have W-2 employees, you can't work with them. But if you do only contract employees like I do, then you can. Um, and if you do want to try them, please let me know because I, they give you like a discount code for people so I can give you a discount. Um, things that did not work is not taking my own marketing advice. I'm terrible about this. Just being like unstrategic about promoting things and my my business in general, I'm just not very strategic. I know the strategy. If I sat down with myself as if I were a client, I would walk myself through the strategy 
And, um, but for whatever reason, I'm just really resistant to it. And we know the reason, okay? I, it's my Enneagram type, but I am resistant to it. Um, and I, I need to figure that out. And then my site obviously not being finished. Like I would have liked for that person I hired to have done everything and that did not work, but they did enough that I'm pleased, if that makes sense. And then next, I am prepping my schedule to have two weeks off-ish in the beginning of July. I'll still have to be like in my inbox because I'm working on some stuff. But um, yeah, I'm going to try and take like a little writer's retreat at the beginning of July. And then I'm working on a secret project with Summit Coffee. So that will launch mid-July, but I'll be working on that in June as well. All right, that's our reflection friends. I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, Let's get into what's coming up in terms of content this week. On the podcast, Wednesday, we'll talk about the Enneagram types and goal setting. And then Friday, I'm answering a question texted into the podcast phone line about satisfaction in the workplace by Enneagram type. And then on YouTube, I'm doing travel tips from an anxious bean. So this week is an invitation to sit down and ask yourself what's working, what's not, and what is next. And I'm going to end all of our reflection episodes with this quote from the Dalai Lama. It says, every day is a new opportunity to begin again. Every day is your birthday. So happy birthday, and I will see you on Wednesday for the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.